Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Well, good afternoon, and welcome to another exciting edition of Healthy Choices XM. As As we review topics in medicine that we feel can change your life. Today we're going to explain the mysteries of hormones and the secrets for active longevity. I'm your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and clinical nutritionist, ready to answer your questions about your health. Our phone numbers are 877-956-9566, or you can always text us, 512-219-0724. Even if you're listening to this as a past broadcast, or also if this is a podcast on iTunes, you can always text us at 512-219-0724. Always check out our website, www.healthychoicesxm.com, for a list of all of our past broadcasts in our online store. For products that we talk about are exclusive here that, that we do review on our show today. You know, we've always have interesting guests and topics that are thought-provoking. Our guest today is integrative medicine physicians from Progressive Medical Centers and Dunwoody Labs. Dr. Gazagoli is a frequent guest. You've heard him on our show before on Healthy Choices XM. is one of the most educated practitioners on getting to the root cause of things like hormone imbalance, as well as other chronic conditions like type 2 diabetes and thyroid dysfunction. I'm broadcasting live from Las Vegas, the location of the 25th Annual Convention, or A4M, or the Worldwide Congress for Anti-Aging Medicine. Throughout today's show, I will share some of these clinical pearls, just release research to unlock the codes for good health. Later in today's show, Dr. Anthony Capasso is going to join us back again. He's a new sponsor to Healthy Choices XM, and he's going to introduce a new ketogenic formula, not just a diet program, but a ketogenic formula that you will just love. And that's going to be later on the second half of our show, so you make sure that you stick around for that special guest. Sean, let's begin our interview with Dr. Gazagoli of Progressive Medical Centers. You can always text us at 512-219-0724 as we go through a discussion about hormones, women's health issues, women's health balancing, menopause, male menopause. You can always uh, text us at this number. You can always call us at 877-956-9566. Sean, let's go ahead and get started. But I do have a special guest with me, uh, one of our newer physicians, uh, Dr. Uh, Lindsay Moreau. Dr. Moreau has been with us now for the past uh, couple months. Uh, she's an expert uh, in many areas, and we're going to be focused on women's health. So, guys, if you're listening to us, uh, obviously we want you to continue to listen because there has to be some women in your life, and you need to uh, be aware of some of these issues going on. But we're going to be talking about um, hormones, and we're going to be talking about the dreaded menopause. And we're also going to touch a little bit of, of, of something called polycystic ovarian syndrome, uh, which is becoming more common as well. Um, so menopause, uh, Dr. Lindsay, I know this is something that you've researched in medical school. I know that you've had a passion and you've done a lot of research on that. So let, let's, let's, let's dive right into this conversation because this is affecting millions of women 
Um, and we know that it's inevitable for every woman to go through this process. So before I ask you the first question, let me just give you a brief definition on menopause. Menopause is the time in a woman's life when ovulation stops, the ovaries stop producing estrogen, and menstruation ceases. Menopause usually occurs uh, around the ages of 48 to 52 and can last for up to five years. Prior to menopause, progesterone levels decrease and the excess estrogen can trigger a variety of symptoms. During menopause, estrogen levels gradually decline and eventually stabilize at a much lower level as other organs carry the load of making small amounts of estrogen. And we're going to talk about the three different types of estrogens. For example, the adrenals kick in. Not all women experience negative menopausal symptoms. Menopause can increase the risk of osteoporosis or even cardiovascular diseases. Uh, Some of the signs and symptoms that we're seeing with menopause, uh, irregular periods, eventually ceasing uh, menstruation, uh, low sex drive, hot flashes, heart palpitations, uh, memory loss, night sweats, uh, irritability, mood swings, nausea, depression, headaches, insomnia, anxiety, inability to concentrate, uh, incontinence, water retention, uh, vaginal dryness, and pain. So, so obviously there's other symptoms as well, but this is, this is just a, a general definition. So, so Dr. Lindsay, let's get right into this. Um, this is an area that you've been studying, and obviously uh, hormones are a very important component of everybody, including men and women. But let's just get right into the, to the hormones because there's, a, there's this estrogen-progesterone connection. Uh, from all the studies you've done, I know there's been a lot of um, debates. Should we use exogenous hormones? Uh, should we not? You know, the Women's Health Initiative talked about uh, increases of cancer. So let's just start off with the hormones. I want to hear your perspective on some of, some of the more natural therapies that a woman can do when they're hitting menopause. Right. So um, the hormone replacement is definitely a hot topic. Um, I think it's a very individual topic as well. Um, and then there's a lot of different variables that will go into that. Um, for a woman who's looking to um, help smooth her menopausal transition and looking to do some natural things, I really like to support um, your, your estrogen levels um, by making sure that you're clearing them properly. Um, and then you can also support progesterone as well that way. And then, of course, looking at are there anything that you can do like herbally that will support those levels um, without actually taking estrogen hormone replacement. Um, and so that can be more gentle. Um, and then it, there also it tends to be less risk involved with that as things are more gentle and less like, you know, replacing hormones is a big deal. Our hormones yeah, do a lot. It's a really good point that you talked about that more gentle, more normal, more adaptogenic. Um, obviously, women that are experiencing these symptoms, they, they, a lot of doctors just, just jump right in for the HRT, hormone replacement therapy. And probably back 10, 15 years ago, we just start to see an increase, an increase um, in breast cancers, for instance, between a synthetic hormone and a bioidentical hormone. So let's talk about that. What are these differences? Right. And so when you have a synthetic hormone, the original hormone replacement, they actually got estrogens from the urine of pregnant mares. That's Premarin, right? Um, and so that's not, that's not something that we would normally make. And so it's very difficult for our liver to process. Um, another thing you'll notice with early hormone replacement therapies is that they were all done orally. And so we had to take very high doses of our hormones orally because they would get absorbed and then your liver would break them down right away. And so you actually get a much lower dose to your bloodstream. 
Um, so that's definitely part of the reason we saw a lot of those increases in um, side effects and adverse events was because the forms we were using were um, not bioidentical and the administration routes were not ideal. Um, so now that we've made a lot of changes in you know the past decade or so, now we have different routes of, of um, administration. So a lot of your hormones, you can do them topically. Um, or you can do like progesterone, for instance. That one has like a micronized form that's very readily um, absorbable. And so you really avoid some of those issues that you have with the liver um, detoxing a lot of them. So you can take much lower dosages. Um, so that's really changed a lot recently. That's such a great point, Dr. Lindsay, in reference to... Uh, what we're talking about here because, you know, a lot of it, listen, if, if you're on any type of hormone replacement and your practitioner never really discussed with you the benefits of looking at your liver, um, even though they may say to you that your liver is normal, the, the, the liver is just a resilient organ, okay? It is so resilient, you can pretty much lose 90% of its function. You don't even know in the blood testing. So it's a little deceiving. So, so we at progressive as integrative doctors, anytime someone goes on a hormone replacement, um, where, you know, most of it's bioidentical, and of course we do use herbal remedies as well, which we think uh, are safer, but sometimes a woman does need hormone replacement. There's no doubt about it. As you mentioned earlier, the liver breaks everything down, and and you basically make hormones in the liver from cholesterol. And this is what a lot of individuals don't really understand, and, and we vehemently uh, disagree with any patient just jumping on and taking hormones without doing a proper workup. So let's talk a little bit about the liver and what can be done and what does it mean to do a liver cleanse or liver protection? Absolutely. Um, And so cleansing is a really hot topic. Um, And so when we talk about liver cleansing, um, I really like to focus on doing things that will support the processes that the liver does and doing things to protect it from any kind of damage. Um, And so one of the places I love to start is with castor oil. Um, It's been studied to have anti-inflammatory properties. And I just have my patients rub that over their liver and then apply heat source to it or take a hot shower or hot bath to help the oil soak in. And that can just be very supportive for any sort of inflammation and for all the processes that our liver needs to do. Um, another thing I commonly do when I'm worried about a patient's liver, I want to support it, is I use milk thistle. Um, and this is very well studied. Um, it has been used a lot to prevent liver damage, but also to help the liver regenerate after it has been damaged. Um, and so this is a really important and really easy to find supplement that can be really helpful for your liver. Um, another area that we like to address liver health is by giving the liver all of the things it needs to process the hormones. Um, And so a lot of times you'll hear about um, using brassica family. So that's going to be your broccoli, your um, cauliflower, your cabbage. All of those have um, ingredients, D-I-M, DIM, diindylmethanes, that are used to um, process your estrogens. And so for women, thinking about hormone therapy, hormone replacement therapy, or any woman who's been on hormonal birth control, I really like to think about those um, D-I-M in particular for um, supporting, getting, clearing all of those estrogens can be really important. There's a lot of other things you can do as well. Um, and acetylcysteine is going to be very helpful, again, for the inflammation. Um, that NAC and acetylcysteine gets turned into glutathione in the liver. Um, and glutathione is your body's favorite antioxidant. So um, that's also something that's really helpful to have on board. My gosh, there's so many studies on glutathione, uh, Dr. Lindsay. I just can't even, you know, you can go on PubMed, you can go on Medscape, you can go anywhere, and there's like 
thousands and thousands. And it, you know, glutathione is the super antioxidant. Um, just helps with free radical scavenging and your body produces it. It's a trimino acid peptide, and that's one of the reasons why I like NAC because it's a precursor. And, and you and I both have discussions on we like to allow the body to make certain things. Uh, and, of course, there's nothing wrong with taking glutathione as well. It's just hard to digest, um, and, and we do it intravenously when it's needed. There are some topical. Uh, there are some good um, formulas. There's a couple of different uh, studies that were done orally. We're just concerned about the absorption as well. So anytime we can do a precursor, and, and as you mentioned, milk thistle. Milk thistle has so many good studies and not only the studies, I've seen it in clinical practice. I've seen individuals with complete liver failure, and they were able to, with a combination of, of the right amount of selenium methionine and, and B6 and adding um, milk thistle, it's just really amazing how the, the liver can regenerate itself. But, but the purpose of our conversation here is this. A lot of individuals just think that hormones are just safe. Let, let me just say, number one, synthetic hormones have been shown and researched that if you have a genetic predisposition that it could exacerbate and and cause more inflammation uh, leading to cancer obviously if you look at the studies with the women health initiative uh, back in the early 2000s uh, this is a big problem and as, as dr lindsay said premarin is made from um, mare urine yeah horse urine the last time i checked i don't think that humans are symbiotic with horses from a biochemical perspective, from an endocrinology perspective. And, and one of the reasons why, there, there's so many different estrogen metabolites from horses that we have to detoxify as humans. And, and typically, you know, we, 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 especially during childbearing years, you know, we're, we're having a lot of hormones going on. You know, we know of estrogen. We know that there's, there's three forms, and it's really, really important to understand that these estrogens, as we stop menstruating, the number one estrogen that stores in the fat tissue, what a lot of people understand, is estrone. And what ends up happening is that we have our uh, estradiol, estriol, and we look at all these metabolic pathways, uh, how these hormones are created, and there's a symbiotic relationship with estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. So this is something that we really have to understand. And that's one of the reasons why we believe as integrative doctors, before you even consider hormone replacement, you must get a metabolic workup. You must get a functional workup looking at gut. Because if you're not digesting effectively, if you're not metabolizing these estrogens, as Dr. Lindsay was describing, you could be setting yourself up for a potential uh, dangerous situation in the long run. It may not happen overnight. Uh, in addition to that, we're seeing a lot more women right now having fertility issues because they're waiting longer and longer and longer to get pregnant because of birth control. Uh, and this is an area that if you are on birth control, uh, there is a way to prepare yourself for perimenopausal. I know some women don't think about this, you know, in their 20s and 30s, but, you know, it's a good idea. So let's talk a little bit about that. What can a woman do when they're younger preparing? Because Menopause is inevitable. So what can someone do to prepare for this? Right. And I think that's a super important topic, one that we don't really address in America at all. If you look at other countries, especially over in Asia, um, they don't really have perimenopause. Um, it's just a very gradual process for them, and they just stop menstruating, and then that's kind of it. 
um, as they switch to more Western, like our American foods and more um, Western lifestyle, you do see an increase in menopausal symptoms. And so there's a lot of factors that go into this. The first, like most important one is going to be your diet. Having a diet that has less inflammatory components to it is automatically going to smooth that transition for women. So we need to be looking at things like food allergies. Um, and that's one of, the re- one of the reasons that at Progressive Medical, we like to test for food allergies because, you know, you could be reacting to something at a low level, but having that low level of infl- um, inflammation for, you know, 20 years, that can be huge by the time you get to menopausal age. So that's going to be super important for you. Um, also, it's what you eat. So having a diet that's high in omega-3s is automatically going to help you decrease your inflammation. Um, and so that's very important, including things that are a good source of omega-3s, like your flaxseed, like nuts, like fish. Um, and that's going to be really important for that transition. But another aspect that a lot of people don't realize is addressing your adrenal health. So a lot of women have a lot of stress. A lot of people all around the world have a lot of stress. But it's what you do with that stress and how you support your body through it. Um, and so as I have women who are nearing their perimenopause um, years, I like to make sure that they have good stress management in place um, And I also like to make sure that they're doing things to specifically address their adrenal health. When you hit menopause, your ovaries stop functioning, like from the definition you read earlier. Um, But what a lot of people don't realize is then your adrenal glands have to take over the creation of all of those hormones. And so that's going to be huge that you support those adrenal glands so they're able to take on this new job. Um, And so decreasing stress is going to be helpful for that. But I also like to use things like licorice and maca and other herbals and also things like vitamin C um, that are going to support your adrenals and other adaptogens that are all going to really help and nourish your adrenals to prepare the woman for that transition period. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM as we were just listening to an interview with the physicians from Progressive Medical Centers, Dr. Gazagoli and his team. They're talking about the rational approach to hormone replacement therapy and also how to manage the symptoms of menopause in women. And what you see here is an is a underlying theme of it's important to clean up the body and to do some natural approaches first before we start taking a, supplementing with prescription drugs to make major changes. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. Our phone number is 877-956-9566. We're here to answer any of your questions about hormone replacement therapy, hormone health, and our phone number is 877-956-9566. But also, you could text us at 512-219-0724. Also, as a quick announcement, our show is sponsored by... Prescription Dispensing Labs, PD Labs, nationally licensed pharmacy, patented formulas for the RG3 nasal spray, transdermal verapamil. You can check us out at pdlabsrx.com. We appreciate the work that our staff does to be able to put these formulas together to help patients in these special conditions. Our phone lines are open at 877-956-9566. Healthy Choices xm.com. And what we want people to, that we promised that we would give some clinical pearls before we get back to our interview with uh, Progressive Medical Centers, what we learn from this show here in Las Vegas at the Anti-Aging Conference World Congress 25th Anniversary is that there is a revolution in medicine that's accelerating. 
We have artificial intelligence coming up with compounds and structures that are unique and very similar to what the body sees as beneficial as opposed to making a lot of synthetic substances that trial and error determine whether they work or not. So this is this fusion of the technology industry and medicine is accelerating and pushing traditional medicine to areas that we've never seen before. But some of the other things that we're seeing, some of the basic, most simple things that we're hearing about is many physicians missing the warning signs that our bodies are getting ready for an event. And this is the thing, you don't want to wait till you come down with a disease. You want to wait till you come down with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure. You want to know when there is some imbalances occurring, things that you could do, very simple courses of treatments or, you know, some natural, some choices. That's what our show is all about, is taking those choices and being responsible for them early on. Some things that we see that we're finding is a trending of kidney function. Filtration rate is, is, is it normal or is it a little bit high? Triglycerides, are they normal or are they trending high over a period of time? So it's important to know just normal doesn't mean anything, is, but do we see things moving in the wrong direction? The pH of your urine is a simple thing, whether it's acidic or is it is it neutral or where you're supposed to be at a at 6.5. People that are acidic, they have lots of inflammation, eating way too much junk in their diet. You'll see it in the urine. It's, in, it's an inflamed state. It's very simple. Skin color, whether it's dry or whether there is poor, poor color or vascularity, constipation, uh, whether people have incomplete digestion, they they constantly looking for the purple pill, or they they have belching over after a meal. These are very simple things, but they are your body's warning signs. The eyes are they clear? Can you are they teary or are they glassy? The tongue. You can determine whether somebody has a B12 deficiency just by looking at their tongue, which is going to be a tremendous indicator that we have high levels of homocysteine. It's C-reactive protein is a great lab test, very simple and expensive. It knows you have out-of-control inflammation. There's some things that on your arms, the shape of your arms, the back of your arms, you can tell whether there's thyroid function. So this is for the people have allergies. Uh, is this something that they see all the time? Just is this is something that's normal. This determines that the body having some liver toxicity. Are they having difficulty coordinating steps or be able to have less flexibility? This is a, a sometimes in elderly we see sarcosis, muscle wasting that's occurring. You don't wait till people fall. You get some of these things early on. So hopefully we've given you some, some little tips uh, to, to look at because it's really important. What we're learning today is targeting having the body heal itself. That seems kind of uh, a, a simple terms, but this is the practice of medicine that we're coming up with now is targeting the body's immune system to be able to release its own healing factors. It seems to be a little bit um, spacey 
but it is actually happening with these new therapies and peptide therapies, these new therapies and immune stimulation. Not very expensive drugs, per se, but targeting the body's own ability to heal. Our phone number is 877-956-9566. Check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com, or special on Winter Boost Formula. We have a we feel that there's going to be a huge increase in flu season this year. There's all of the risk factors are lining up. You might want to check out, check out a new combination protocol we put together to boost your immune system. Very simple with three ingredients to have your body's immune system not overreact to flu and be able to hold it back. So check that out. We'll be back in just a few minutes talking about your hormone health with Dr. Gazagoli and Progressive Medical and also Dr. Anthony Capasso's.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. Your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and clinical nutritionist. We've been on the air for over 15 years now, letting people know that they can take responsible choices that can affect their health and maybe sometimes save their life. We're ready to take your phone calls today, 877-956-9566. But if you just don't want to call us, you can always text us at 512-219-0724. As we, before the break, we were listening to Dr. Gazagoli of Progressive Medical Center's physicians talking about some common-sense approaches to hormone balancing, menopause, and this really true story behind what is hormone replacement therapy. And it's just really important that we do some common sense approaches before we do uh, su- support or prescription medications for hormones because we want to have the correct doses. We want to first do no harm. That's the most important thing. And you want your body to assist you with those drugs that we're giving, as opposed to if they have a major defect in the liver that's not metabolizing these drugs properly or it has a lot of toxins it has to get rid of. You have to do some of these things first. As we say, take the trash out first. And this is we talked about use of castor oil. We talked about increasing the body's glutathione levels with uh, N-acetylcysteine to, to get the body super antioxidant to be able to get rid of some of these insults. So these are some very important things to do, some metabolic workups before, get your digestion in order uh, if we're having some of these symptoms before we, when we have hormones in balance. We're going to go back to our interview, and then joining us after will be Dr. Anthony Capasso talking about his ketogenic fuel that he's put together, and you won't want to miss this. Sean, let's go ahead and get started. I gave a comment earlier, not all hormone tests are created equal, and some doctors just do a blood study, and there's a little bit of controversy there, but let's talk about some of the options for testing. Okay, so whenever I have a woman who's interested in hormone replacement therapy, I really want to see all of her values, and so a lot of times when you're in perimenopause, or even um, menopausal transition years, um, we just look at FSH, follicle-stimulating hormone. And this is a hormone that your brain sends to your ovaries to tell them to make an egg to get ready to ovulate. And you're going to see that start getting higher and higher and higher as a woman nears menopause because the ovaries are not responding. They're not creating an egg. And so your brain keeps sending that message to, like, let's make a hormone or, like, let's make an egg. Um, And so oftentimes that's what we measure. We measure FSH, and we're going to see that going very high. Um, what follows that would be luteinizing hormone, um, or LH that has to spike in the middle of your cycle, um, right when you ovulate. And so a lot of times that has, um, you'll start seeing fluctuations in your LH as well. Um, and so those two are very commonly tested. I think they're very important. I love to see them, but I'm also very interested in looking at all of your different estrogen types. I want to see what is your E1, your E2 and your E3. Like you mentioned earlier, E2, estradiol, that's the most common form of estrogen in um, reproductive age women. Um, However, as we start making that transition, we need to switch to other forms of estrogen as um, 
as our main sources. And so I want to see, is your estrogen very high? A lot of times as women are nearing menopause, you'll actually see very high levels of estrogen, even though they're having things like hot flashes and other symptoms. And so it's very important that you consider maybe it's high estrogen and replacing that estrogen is not going to be a good solution for you. Um, it's also very important to check testosterone. Many women complain of having low libido and, um, if we just stop with estrogen, we don't get the full picture. Testosterone, we don't normally think of that as being an important female hormone. Usually you think of that as being mostly a male hormone. Um, but women have testosterone too. It's made in the adrenal glands. It's also made in the ovaries. When testosterone is made in the ovaries, it gets converted to estrogen very quickly. And so it does not contribute much to your circulating testosterone levels. However, um, as you near menopause, like we mentioned before, your adrenal glands have to take over the creation of all of the hormones that used to be made in the ovaries. And so sometimes you're going to see a lower testosterone level um, as a result. And that can lead to things like low libido, fatigue, um, just kind of lack of zest in life. And so that's a number that I always want to check as well before doing any hormone replacement therapy. It may be that a woman has fine estrogen but she doesn't have any testosterone, and she'll still have a lot of different menopausal symptoms. The last hormone that I absolutely have to see is sex hormone binding globulin. Um, and that's a horm it's a protein, not as much a hormone, um, but it binds to all of your sex hormones. Sex hormones are made from cholesterol, like we mentioned, which means they're fat-soluble. Our blood is not fat-soluble. It's water-based. And so if you want these hormones to be able to travel through your blood, you need to have a carrier protein. That is sex hormone binding globulin. If sex hormone binding globulin is high, that tells me that you actually don't need more hormones. You need to work on clearing the hormones that you have better. And that's really the reason for some of your symptoms is because you have too many hormones. And that's when we really need to look at the bowel health, making sure that you're eliminating all of your hormones, looking at that liver health that we talked about, making sure that you're processing it, the It's hormones. such a great point because we talked about utilizing these hormones in our body symptoms, in our bloodstream. And obviously the sex hormone binding globulin as you mentioned, if it's elevated, it's not that we have to give more hormones. We could be causing more damage. We have to unbind that. And, and you know, one of the ways is good bowel health, working on the liver. And there's some really good um, herbs. I mean, stinging nettles has a lot of research in reference to that. And, you know, there's also another other, lot of other combinations as well with good nutrition. And a lot of it could be from just inflammation being an all-time high. And there's just a feedback mechanism, and the body has a protective mechanism. But but ultimately, if you start off at the basics, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, we like to do a full functioning workup. And, you know, a lot of women come to us and say, I just want hormones. I just want hormones. I just want hormones. And we have to really go through an educational process that you just don't want hormones. You really want to make sure they can utilize them properly because they may start working initially, and all of a sudden they're not working. And because a lot of our patients are not medically trained like we are, um, we like to look at them from a different perspective and do the proper testing. So I, I like your approach for the testing, especially the adrenal glands. A lot of physicians don't spend time with the adrenal glands. Um, and you're right. We do make testosterone in our adrenal glands, and this is where women – and women need a small amount of testosterone. Uh, we're still really researching the amount, um, but we're going to have to say a fraction, like, like one – 50th or 100th of what a male gets, but it's so important. So you can have a good balance of estrogen, progesterone, and if you don't have that right balance of testosterone, um, it's going to affect the outcome. So I think it's very, very, and we're talking vitality as well, and we're talking about um, strength, and we're talking about um, your, your, your sexual functions as well. 
Uh, so all of these are really, really important. And, and, and you know, I want to switch gears now to brain function. Um, that's one of the big, big, big symptoms that women have. And automatically they think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have Alzheimer's. And, and really it's just not even that. What basically is is that we're, we're dealing with a lot of hormonal imbalances, not being utilized and getting past the blood-brain barrier. So it, it's really important that if women are having these short-term memory lapses, that it's it's really a hormonal component. Absolutely. Comment on that? Um, yeah, I agree 100%. There's not one cause of dementia, um, but one of the ones that's definitely been um, identified is what they call like a depleted type or a cold type of Alzheimer's or a cold type dementia. And really what that boils down to is you don't have everything you need for brain health. You're missing some of your important vitamins and minerals or you're missing hormones. Your brain has hormone receptors for estrogen, for progesterone, for all sorts of different hormone receptors. And we're still learning so much about this. And so when a woman goes through menopause, if she's not prepared and her adrenals aren't able to take over that hormone creation, that's when you really start seeing some of those brain symptoms. And you have things like memory fog or short-term memory loss, or you just don't have that sharp that you used to. Um, a large part of that can be fixed or remedied or um, but just by using things that we already talked about, supporting your liver, supporting your adrenal glands, and making sure that you've got that good nutrition on board. Um, your brain's made of cholesterol, so making sure that you are eating enough healthy fats is going to be super important for your brain Listen, health. I've offended a lot of people at certain get-togos because I call them a bunch of fatheads, and that's everybody listening. You're a fathead, so we need good fats, especially if you're menopausal, perimenopausal. You even need more good fats, but very good point on that. And it's really interesting as you were discussing this about the brain function and the different receptors. Um, in my memory banks, I remember a study probably about 15 years ago from a trauma surgeon that with treating a patient with traumatic brain injury, a female, and he gave extra uh, progesterone. And wow, the outcome was amazing. The brain recovery was amazing. It was a published study. Uh, so I'll just give you an idea on the receptor sites of the brain. So, so women, if you're having some memory lapses, go see your physician, get properly tested, follow Dr. Lindsay's recommendations on a good comprehensive testing. If you can't find a good physician to do this, seek out an integrative physician that really understands and has additional training uh, and hormones and how to test properly and treat you as a whole person rather than just give you a hormone because that's not a good uh, end result. Okay. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. As we were talking with Dr. Gazagoli at Progressive Medical Centers, uh, taking a innovative, integrative approach to hormone replacement therapy, not just giving drugs, but really understanding the metabolic workshop, working up, workups of the body to target and pinpoint exactly what hormones to use. Our phone number is 877-956-9566. And check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com. In case you missed any or part of this broadcast, because this is a great discussion about a rational approach to, to hormones. Our fax number is 512, excuse me, our text number is 512-219-0724. We're going to join us now in the last half of our show with Dr. Anthony Capazzo. Dr. Anthony Capazzo is going to talk a little bit about ketogenic fuels and why this is important with, with metabolizing, the correct metabolizing, how that integrates with hormone production because it's, it's, it's another fuel for the body and balance is, is so important. Dr. Anthony Capazzo, welcome to Healthy Choices. 
Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and I think you just heard our our, our discussion with uh, Gaz Agoli, Doctor Gaz Agoli, in Progressive Medical Centers out of Atlanta, giving it just a you know a, a common sense approach to rebalancing hormones. I know this is something you do at your practices out of Jacksonville, Florida, but you know it's it, it always comes down to making sure their diet is 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 balanced and be able to, there's so much misunderstanding what to eat, what not to eat. But you've come up with a neat formula for being able to have the body make it a very efficient fuel, and ketones are a very efficient fuel. It's simple to take. So maybe you can uh, tell our audience what you've come up with now. Sure, okay. So, you're, you know, they're absolutely right. You know, your nutrition plays a huge role in um, your hormones and how it affects your body. Um, and what we find is, is that um, eating more ketogenic, which is, you know, when your body's burning ketones, primarily your carbohydrates, um, you know, the macronutrient blend of carbohydrates is low in your diet, your protein is, is average, and your healthy fats are much, much higher. What we find is really beneficial effects um, from the hormone standpoint, especially and women who suffer from um, things like polycystic ovarian syndrome, endometriosis, and fibroids, because it seems to lower that insulin resistance. So eating healthy fats, eating low sugars, has a very positive benefit on um, these, these hormone imbalances. And, um, and what they've seen is that, that you know, eating more ketogenic seems to also um, benefit brain function and also has a positive benefit on cortisol. Um, so there's, there's so many positive benefits from, you know, just eating the right types of nutrients and, uh, in the diet. And so what part, you know, the main, the main part of, of hormonal balancing is to make sure the diet is right, because if the diet isn't right, no matter what type of extra, you know, exogenous hormones that you're taking, you may not get that full effect because, you know, your body has to process what it eats. And if it's processing things the wrong way, the body's going to be more inflamed and you're just not going to get to success and, and the symptom relief that you really, really want. You, you uh, know, you just need to interrupt you for just a second. You mentioned about blood sugar regulation and, and hot flashing and symptoms of menopause. That seems to be something that is so critical, and maybe that's the reason why this is a Western uh, pheno- cultural phenomenon for menopause and it's not seen in other countries. But But... People are hot flashing. Usually, are eating way too much carbohydrates and way too much sugar, right? Yeah, I mean that you know that's one of the worst things you can put in your body is is load your body up with with a lot of starches, a lot of carbohydrates or sugars, and those all three of those are the same thing. They're sugars in different forms, and our body doesn't process those the right way. And and we've talked previously about how it affects mitochondria to make sure it actually can injure the, the, the inside your cells and the mitochondria because of the byproducts that are burned. What we find is with ketogenic diets, that it's a cleaner process. There's less the, of these what we call reactive oxygen species and these free radicals that are injuring your cells, especially the mitochondria, which basically give us all of our energy. So one of the things that we've been doing over the last um, three to four months is we've been utilizing exogenous ketone powders to help our patients get into a state of ketosis and using our mitochondrial supplements to really stimulate their metabolism um, and seeing just incredible effects in regards to mental clarity, 
um, weight loss and reducing risk for like type 2 diabetes and inflammation markers that we normally look for in our patients. You know, it's always, we, we, we tell our patients, and you do it as well in, in, in your clinics, well, you have to eat this food, you have to eat this food properly, you have to eat, you have to go buy this food, you have to go do this, and they're, they're, you've already lost them uh, 10 seconds into the conversation. And <laughs> unfortunately, is nobody does that. And what you're giving them in in a pill form, or, you know, in the mitoblast formula, as well as the ketoline, is a solution so something they can get on with their lives because they're going to have to learn how to eat anyway. But this is seems to be a platform for them to jump off from, right? Exactly. And and what we found is is that patients that try to go into um, ketosis where they're predominantly burning fat and. To give you an idea, that's taking in less than about 50 grams of total carbohydrates per day. So it's a, it's a very small amount of carbohydrates. Um, a lot of people don't feel good in that transition. That you know, it may last for a few days to to a week, and it, it's been described as the keto flu, where they kind of feel tired, or they can't focus, or they get kind of hangry. They get you know angry and hungry at the same time. Um, and and what we found was is is utilizing the exogenous ketones with the MCT, which is the healthy fats, that, that transition is so much smoother and it keeps them in that state of fat burning throughout the day. So it's been, it's been great um, from a consistency level and tolerability has been just incredible. And so you put the MCT oil powder in your formula, right? Exactly, yeah. So MCT is, um, what we know about, about mitochondria is that um, it, it doesn't like to burn fats um, I shouldn't say it doesn't. It loves to burn fats, but most fats require energy and a transport protein to bring it inside the cell for it to burn. Certain median-chain triglycerides um, can just kind of passively get into that cell, and the mitochondria use it. So it's like the perfect fuel for mitochondria, and that combination works really, really good. It helps to suppress appetite, and that's what, you know, being on a ketogenic diet, especially with these powders, um, you know, my patients tell me, like, I'm not hungry anymore. You know, my mind is clear. My energy is good. And they're losing, I mean, incredible amounts of weight. Um, you know, somewhere between a half to over a pound a day, especially in some of my heavier guys um, that are on it. Um, and so it's been a great addition to, um, you know, to my to my programs to have the ability to do this. And, you know, everyone's a little different and, and figuring out how to, to really move that needle from, from you know, point A to point B in the safest um, manner is always the things that I like to look for. You know, I'm broadcasting out of Las Vegas for the A4M conference. This is the 25th annual event. And, you know, we, there's a lot of different ketone products out there. And I'm seeing some of them with milk, dried milk content, and some of them with some allergens. And I'm kind of surprised uh, that the, this is, is out there. So it's really important if you're going to do something like this, you have a very clean formula, right? Exactly. I mean, you know, I don't, there's no preservatives in the, in the keto lean powder that we use. Um, there's no dairy, there's no soy, there's no GMO products in there. So, you know, I'm, I'm very sensitive to foods, um, food sensitivities, and I want to make sure the products that I provide are going to be as clean um, as I can because I want to make sure that I'm getting the, the best results with, with the least amount of problems. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. Dr. Anthony Capasso is talking about taking the time out to as an introductory 
to his new ketogenic formula. And this is something we wanted to tell our listeners about now because it's it's going to be available uh, sometime in the next few weeks, right, Doctor? Yeah, it's it's. Um, so we we ran through the first production really really quickly, and um, so it's in production right now. We should have it by the second week of January. Well, you know, it's, it's sometimes we made a decision. You know, do we just wait till then to to talk about it? But I think it's really important to people to get educated. That's what they listen to our show about. This is what's up and coming because there's going to be a lot of things about fasting coming up, intermittent fasting, and we're, we're a ketogenic uh, drinks are going to be out there, and it seems like there's there's going to be 15 different kinds. But people are going to be confused. We want to endorse something we think is 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 a good product that seems to work because that's what you do. You're a clinician, right? Correct. Correct. And, and you know, the, the, there's a great synergy between intermittent fasting and, and ketogenic diets. Um, you know, they work really, really well hand in hand and they give you the, you know, you know, why, why do you want to do ketogenic diets? Why would you want to do intermittent fasting? And I think when you start looking at the longevity studies and the health benefits, it really turns on those anti-aging, anti-cancer genes in our bodies, and helps promote that well-being and that healing, that healing power. That's why a lot of I think that's why it's such a big hit right now because um, a lot of people are feeling different um, just by changing, you know, what they put in their body. What we're learning from the uh, the event this weekend is that it allows your stem cells to be healthier. So improves the health of your stem cells when we do these types of intermittent fastings and being able to support a ketogenic fuels as opposed to glucose fuels. So anything you can do to improve the health of our stem cells, which slows down the anti-aging process, and in mitochondria, like you, you've talked about before, to increase the health and replication of those, slows the, anti, the aging process because you can have a lot of money but if you're not healthy, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to enjoy it, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, the other thing is is that the neuropeptides in the brain, you know, so the proteins in the brain that regulate function get turned on with these ketogenic, you know, with ketones essentially. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, decreasing neurodegeneration, you know, decreasing your risk for dementia by eating a, pr- a particular way, exercising. I mean, you know, these are great natural ways that we can focus on to, to keep ourselves healthy so, you know, we're not looking at these chronic age-related diseases um, exactly. that are so common these days. Well, Doctor, we'll make sure we give, give you enough time to get your contact information and in your website uh, for when we these product, this is available. Sure. Um, so um, if you want to get more information or you want to get signed up, you can call my office. It's area code 904 694 0992, or, and the website's not up yet, um, it's ketoleandiet.com, H-E-O-L-E-A-N-D-I-E-T.com. And a lot of people listen to this as podcasts, and, and this is, people listen to this sometimes a month later, and so it, it's why we wanted to get this on the air today, and you can always check us out at our website, healthychoicesxm.com, you can always text us at 512-219-0724, and we'll be able to find you some of the new Keto Lean product. And we're going to have you back on, uh, Doctor, as, a, as an ongoing sponsor, because this is something 
that we're just really changing people's lives because being obese, being having high blood sugar levels, being having high blood pressure levels, that's not what you want to do when you're in your 60s and 70s or even older, right? Of course not. I mean, you know, that's that's the uh, that's the driver for heart attacks, strokes, dementia, and cancer. Um, you know, so you, you really have to take care of yourself. Um, and uh, if, if you take care of yourself, your body will heal, and um, and you're not going to deal with a lot of the chronic illnesses that a lot of patients do. Well, that's great. Hey, thanks a lot for being on the air today. And doctor, you have a great Christmas. If we don't have you, uh, we don't hear from you again. And we'll we'll have you back on uh, mid January, and we'll let our listeners know. And hey, thanks a lot for your time today. You're welcome. Take care, Ray. Okay, thanks. We'll be back next week with another edition of Healthy Choices XM, where we're going to dive into some other pearls of how to slow the aging process and how to rev up your mitochondria, especially in your brain with uh, some special formulas, RG3 nasal spray being one of them. So join us next week on Healthy Choices XM, and we'll everybody have a great week. 